will increase your efficiency 20% if you learn to do the tough things first, the ones you don't want to do. Ray Zinn now imparts his management philosophy in Tough Things First. In this series, Zinn covers it all from the essence of human happiness. If you're going to make it a consistent practice of working Saturdays just because you think you've got to work 80 hours a week to be successful, you're, you're just flat out wrong. To the downside of venture capital. People said, well, don't sweat the small things. Well, I guarantee if you don't sweat the small things, the big things are going to become a mess. And the essence of entrepreneurial discipline. Don't want to wait until you jump off the cliff to grab a parachute. Now here's Ray Zinn, Silicon Valley's longest-serving CEO. I'm Rob Artigo, your guest host for this edition of the Tough Things First podcast. I'm a writer and investigator in California. Here with me is Ray Zinn, the longest-serving CEO in Silicon Valley history. Hello, Ray. Hello there, Rob. It's good to be with you today. Good to be back, Ray. You recently wrote about your feelings on the what is known commonly as the white lie, and you're not really a fan of white lies, are you? No. Well, you know, well, no matter how white we try to make a lie, uh, a lie is still a lie, uh, and it's just a, a matter of what was the intent when we committed that lie or we said that lie for example um the current uh uh issue with uh you know lawsuit with donald trump in new york city over his uh, ballooning uh as they say his uh application for a loan uh that, that he committed a lie in the sense that he overestimated or over uh, overestimated the value of his of his respective properties um and while what was expected, I mean, according to the to the court, was that they expected him use, to use the tax uh, valuation and not the market valuation. So it's a technicality. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a small technicality, depending upon how you, you know, what was the expectation of the person receiving that loan application. Uh, and, and it looks like, based on what we've been hearing, is that uh, the banks said, well, everybody takes the high end of what their value of their properties are. And, and it's up to us as the bankers to figure out what, what the real um, value of that property is, at least according to what we, what our, our appraisers tell us, it's kind of a, what we refer to as a white lie. Uh, depending again, how far you're exaggerating um, your, um, your story as you would, uh, or your application. It, as I said, a, a lie is still a lie, no matter how white we try to make it. But again, what was the intent of the lie? Um, you know, we can lie to ourselves. Um, we can say, well, I can I can watch pornography or I can do this or I can cheat on my spouse or my 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 family. Um, and, and, and or I can steal. I, I can steal from the store because, you know, I don't make enough money and, and I need this or like, you know, the Jean Valjean, you know, I'm, I'm hungry and I need a, I need need, need something to eat. Um, and so, you know, we can. Uh, according to a, a recent survey, uh, we lie uh, like twice a day. We, we do a lie. Uh, and, and so uh, we can say, well, but, you know, I can lie to myself. I, okay, you know, whether it be our diet that we're on or whether it be, uh, you know, exercise or, or, or whatever, uh, you know, we can, we can lie to ourselves. We can tell ourselves, well, you know, I, I'm not going to exercise today because I don't feel good or my leg hurts or my foot hurts or, you know, or whatever. Um, and, and, and use that as, as our excuse for, for not, for not um, exercising. 
we try to whiten all of our lies. We try to say that, that what we're, we're doing is really not going to be harmful, whether, whether it be an actual theft, uh, stealing a car, or whether it be, uh, you know, uh, not, not living up to our obligations at our work. Uh, maybe we're, we're spending too much time on social media when we should be, you know, doing our job. Um, or whether it's uh, yakking with uh, our, our uh, fellow um, uh, workers at the, at the plant, um, or whether we're just not trying very hard um, and, and producing what we're supposed to be producing for our, our company. White lies, uh, lies all start out white, as you would. Uh, and, uh, and, and so... We, we, we tend to try to excuse everything. We don't, we don't want to take responsibility. We don't take the blame for anything. And so what we do is we say, well, that's okay. You know, this one time, if I do this, just this once or, but, but I'll tell you what, a bad habit, you can start instantly. A good habit takes a long time to develop and you can kill a good habit instantly with a bad habit. So, and one of the worst habits we can do is, is start out with 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 lying. Uh, I'm going to give you an example of a uh, of a lie that that I created. Uh, it was it was pretty simple. It was pretty inadvertently in, in the sense of word. Uh, I was filling out an application to go public called an S one registration. And there you list you have to list all your job where you worked and you know and and who you worked for and what years and so forth and. And uh, and then also your education. When it came to my my master's degree, which I got from San Jose State, um, I put down that I had an MBA, uh, and then the date was 1968 is when I got my MBA. And so um, I put that on the registration, and then I submitted the application. Well, my it took about three weeks, and then I said, "Well, what's going on? How come it's taking so long to get this this application cleared?" And finally, I got a call from my attorney saying uh, that our, our application had been rejected by the SEC because of a false misstatement you made on your on your application. And I said, what was a false statement? And they said, well, you said you had an MBA from San Jose State in 1968. So when they called San Jose State and asked them if, 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 you, if, you, if they could verify or validate that you had an MBA, uh, from San Jose State in '68, they just said no. We 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 never offered MBAs back in those in that time frame. So I said, You're, "That's crazy. That's nuts." Uh, and says, "Well, send us, a, send us a copy of your of your diploma." So I ran a copy of the diploma. And I sent it to him, and it said I had a master of science degree in business. And so um, they came back and said, "No, you, that that's not an MBA." I said, "What?" And my, my master of science and business is, well, it's the same thing. And they said, that's not the same thing. Meaning it, it, it even though you say it's, it's an MBA, it's not an MBA as far as the um, SEC or the registration is called out. So I, even though the coursework was the same and, and, you know, if I did have a master's degree in business, uh, it wasn't technically an MBA. So that's how fine line it is. So you can say, well, what was your intent when you when you put it down? Well, I thought, well, I just it was simple for me to write MBA on there. And so I just put down MBA and, and you know, no harm, no foul, meaning, you know, I, I 
I still had the education, but I had committed a white lie in that I had written down on, on the application a, a falsehood. Uh, and and uh, it really struck me how important it is to be totally and completely truthful and honest. Uh, now, I wasn't intending to mislead anybody, uh, but they took it as I was trying to mislead. And, and, it, and it actually cost us some time in getting our S1 approved because of my little stupid white lie that I made, which was inconsequential in, in, the, in the reality of things, but it still was a white lie. Yeah, uh, it, it was it was an inaccuracy to the letter of, of the law, to, to the letter of the law. Yeah, quote, right. unquote, air quotes, um, because clearly it's semantics. Uh, if you if you change the name of a degree or or you institute a ex exact same thing and you name the degree an MBA and you say, well, you didn't get an MBA here because it, I understand that. But at the same time, that technicality cost you time. Yeah. And all of that time is money. Yeah. No, it, was a, it was just, it was a stupid mistake. Okay. But it wasn't, it wasn't intentionally, I wasn't trying to mislead. Uh, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, I just, <laughs> when I guess I got in the habit of saying I have an MBA and, and, uh, and, 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 and technically my master of science in business actually has more education is more, valuable than than an MBA uh, so because mine took four years and an MBA only takes two so you know I actually had more education applicable education uh, with that degree that I had had with that master of science in business but anyway I just should share that because here's an example of, of unintentional lie as you would but still was was it was incorrect um, you know, if you make a mistake, that can be considered a lie, a, a, a mistake, you know, whether it be that you use the wrong calculation and figuring out a check that you wrote to, a, to pay off a, of a bill or, or, or whatever, you, you know, if, if you, if a, a mistake is effectively a lie at, at, all, for all, all intents and purposes, it, it's, a, it's a lie. So, um, so, so again, you have to look at what was the expectation, and that's the problem that uh, Trump has now is that he has to convince the court that the expectation was that they use market value and not tax value to calculate uh, the um, the value or his uh, net worth. Again, what was the expectation? Okay, uh, you know, it's kind of like they, you know, they say, well, okay, you can go five miles over the speed limit. That's considered an expectation. However, the law says you can't do five miles over the speed limit. But what was it? What's what's the expectation? As you would, uh, and uh, and so there is some leeway given, depending upon what what is expected. If you uh, make a mistake, uh, and and you were you weren't expected to to make that mistake, then, then that's, then that's a problem. But if, if it is uh, a calculation that you made incorrectly, that ended up inconsequential, meaning it didn't damage anything, then, then, then the consequence, or they're going to be less hard on you for that, for that mistake or that lie. The purpose of this podcast is, is to talk about how important it is for your integrity to make sure that you are accurate 
in the way you speak, in the way you act, and in the way you live your life, your example that you set. If you, for example, if you're a, a, a very um, wealthy person and you dress up like a poor person, uh, then, you know, you know you, are, you are, are you deceiving? It, well, technically you are because you, you're not coming across. The reality is you, you, you come across as a poor person sitting on the corner uh, asking for handouts when, you, you know, you know you're, you're perfectly wealthy and can take care of yourself. It goes to your integrity. You know, you, you can't, if, if you start messing around with, with your white lies, as you would, you're, you're going to find your integrity is going to suffer. Well, I think uh, it comes down to honesty is the best policy. Absolutely. And there's no excuse for dishonesty. When I put down that on my application at MBA, you know, I wasn't intentionally trying to deceive anybody, but it was still a mistake. It was still inaccurate. And it did, in fact, have an impact on on, on the way I was viewed at, by the SEC and uh, my integrity and my honesty, uh, even though in reality, uh, I hadn't caused any. I mean, there was there was no harm, as you would no harm, no foul. It was still an error. And I paid the consequences for that for that error. And we can say, well, that's kind of stupid. But, you know, it doesn't take very many little stupid errors to affect your integrity. Well, you can join the conversation at ToughThingsFirst.com. Your questions and comments are always welcome. Follow Ray Zinn on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And also check out his books, Tough Things First and The Zen of Zen 1, 2, and 3. You won't regret it. Thank you again, Ray. Thanks a lot, Rob. And like our, our podcast. You've been listening to Tough Things First, candid talk with Silicon Valley's longest-serving CEO, Ray Zinn. Drop by the contact page at toughthingsfirst.com for more about the book, more podcasts, and links to Ray's Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn pages to keep up with Ray Zinn's wisdom daily.